0: Wednesday and happy midweek. So I'm back with another fascinating guest. And if you ever get to visit her website, and this is just like a portion of what she wants everyone to know about her and what she does. She wrote, I've been the burned out solopreneur, the hustling startup consultant and mentor, and also the successful lifestyle blogger. Influencer and sought-after coach for women. So, from highlights to heartbreak through the last decade. So, I really want to get in touch with Martine for the longest time because I want to know what she does really and how she can fit into the world of the world that I'm just coaching and how she's helping clients out. So, I'm very honored to welcome Miss Martin de Luna for tonight hey martin hi Polly. hello thank you for having yeah. me yeah thank you for waking up this late i hope you had your hey, stay, staying up <laughs> staying up yeah, staying <laughs> up staying up so um i read that line from your website i know that you revamped mm. your website um yeah. your branding if you may yes. if i may use that you said and I want to go word per word and probably you can explain this to us I'd probably give clarity to it you mentioned you're were once a burned out
1: solopreneur
0: Mm. what's your story
1: behind that right so I've been working like from home and in the online space since 2010 Wow, that's eleven years, right? Super twenty ten. Right? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's huge because that's ever since I um, became a mom, right? And so I started. Uh, I used to be a teacher, and then when mm-hmm. my son was born, I wanted to do something from home because this it, it just made sense as a new mom to like um, be a hands-on mom at the time, and mm-hmm. so. Uh, for the first like three years, I was that kind of like freelance solopreneur. So okay. at the time I was um, I was not yet working completely on my own in my own time because I was mm. a contractor for mm. a digital marketing agency that was based in LA. So okay. that was the part that um, kind of alludes to burning out. know because when you Mm. burn out it means that there's something not in alignment like with Mm. life and with what's Mm. happening and so Mm -hmm. whenever i've whenever and this has happened like you know it's not like i don't burn out now right but when these things happen that's the head of my anak (laughs) (laughs) trying trying to come in here right um so anyway (laughs) Uh, this this is episodes, like these burnouts, they happen from time to time. But mm-hmm. through the years, through the last like 11 years, I've been better and been equipped with better tools along the way to manage right. it or to spot it before it happens. But in the beginning, right. it had to happen for me to know how it felt, like not being able to be a hands-on mom fully because I was working all the time, for instance.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So right, that's a
1: right. that's a pain point for a lot of like new moms, right? right? And so all of those things, um, even being like a consultant to startups and small businesses, right, mm-hmm. that has its own challenges as well because mm-hmm. you have to take care of your business and then you mm-hmm. are hired mm-hmm. by people mm-hmm. who want mm-hmm. to learn how to take care of their businesses. yeah so exactly so. so So that's an in a nutshell, like um, what my first years were, you know, Mm -hmm. from hustling and grind and then finding my stride. You know, there Mm -hmm. were like chapters where I found my stride and then where you get hustling and kind of like back in that pattern. And then you say, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, there's something for this so that I don't burn out again. So
0: I hear the word burn out I think even often now um probably because oh, yeah. of the situation at a uh, situation with work everybody's working from home mm. come on honey, you want to print something it's like my husband is here too just like your kid is yes. here
1: of course this we're is, all like this, this is, is real life now
0: right <laughs> so uh, and I allow that to happen, you know? Sometimes mm. my husband steps in, my kid steps in to say hello and just to be seen as well. And for me, that's okay. That's really the setup at home, right? And not be pressured of about course. it. So when you mention the word burned out, mm. if someone's listening to you now and say that, okay, am I ha- experiencing that now? How do mm. we qualify what burnout mm. is or does it differ well, from person to person?
1: Right. Well... In the coach's oath, whenever mm. somebody uses the word burnout, it's actually viewed as a medical condition. So, okay. by our oath as coaches, we cannot diagnose, I mean, we don't diagnose, right? So, mm, when somebody exactly. says burnout, the proper approach would be to recommend them to be verified or diagnosed if it mm. is burnout. So, mental health professionals, counselors, and psychologists, psychiatry, um, you know, that is where we would recommend it first because mm. um, burnout is now considered like a medical term, mm. right? So, we so can't, what are so the if somebody, common symptom
0: smarts that you experienced before? Mm. And you really said that
1: um, mm. because you
0: mentioned that, okay, you have to diagnose it with an expert yeah. who can tell you that you are. Mm. But what are the telltale signs of it before it becomes a, I don't know, like a mm. full like it's like it's
1: real burnout yeah well for me i did get a therapist along you know along Mm. certain times in my life you know because i believe in processing i believe in um you know understanding where our behaviors come from Mm. etc you know you being a a therapist know this right yes
0: yes honey
1: you want to borrow my brush I think it's there in my, in my handbag, okay, it's <laughs> my daughter. A real life at um, home. <laughs> real life, yeah. So, yes. um, so when I went to see my first therapist around 2015, end of 2015, right. I had just, I had given birth 10 months prior to that. Okay. And then my husband just lost his job and then we had okay. to move houses. So it's like, like three things, wow. like all like on this mommy here, right? And so that's when I said, wait a minute, I think I'm gonna fall apart. So me kind of like having an awareness about getting help, I did seek the advice of a therapist. So Mm. um, then that's when I learned that burnout is indeed, it's a medical, it's now a medical condition. I think it was defined as a medical condition only in 2018 or 2019, right? But back then, Mm -hmm. yeah, very, very recent. Um, So back then, um, it was just like signs that, for instance, if I wake up in the morning and I feel a sensation that I don't want to face the day, that might be a a telltale sign, right? Like if I feel in my body that I'm going to be this heavy for Mm. the rest of the day, no matter how much I motivate Mm. myself or self-motivate myself or self-talk. Then mm-hmm. that's when, at least for me, I saw as a red flag, right? Okay. So that's when I decided, to say, wait a minute, you know, I know this, or mm-hmm. people have told me about this, or I have read about this. Maybe right. I should seek professional help to determine right. if I'm indeed burning out, right? Right. So right. there, so there, like for me, I advocate like listening to your body, letting your body mm-hmm. be a compass. Right. Mm. And so I use that, you know, up to now, like if Mm. if my body reacts or contracts in a Mm. certain way, that's an invitation Mm. for me to discern. Right. Like, wait, what is this? Take a pause, Mm. feel in my body where that resistance might be, Mm. and then discern Mm. and move forward. So I could pray. Mm. I could, you know, just pause. I can just Mm. wait a minute. I can like, um, maybe seek from my coach, you know, if I'm working right. with a coach at the time. So these are kind of like how I take a pause mm. and just have a sense mm. of where I am, right? No, I think that's really important. Th-
0: that's, a, that's a very easy approach to follow, even for those that are listening to us and watching us watching mm. right now. Um, because I I myself experienced that when I moved to Switzerland. The first few months really oh, was what, sure. how, what how you described it. Like, I don't want to leave the bed. But surprisingly, I do leave the bed, but extremely late at 12 yeah. noon. And then mm-hmm. I eat. And then I, after that, I go back to bed at 3 in the afternoon and then wake up at 6. And that becomes like the cycle that happened. Mm, true, true. Um, but it took. An immense amount of self-awareness to understand that oops, this is not my usual self. Yeah. And I want to know, and I want to know your story behind that. Like, how did you finally realize that hey, this is what was what was that call that made you realize Mm -hmm. this is not my usual self? Okay.
1: Well, number one, at that time, my usual self would be. Self-motivated, you know, I would be like very comfortable with um, who I was, like my tasks for the day. I'm a very like um, consistent person. Like okay. if I want to establish a practice, I can do it. I can do these 60-day habit change programs. I can wow. do these like like <laughs> okay. 90-day reboot your body things. Right? I've done I've done all of those things. So when I when I feel into a sense that, hey, wait a minute, she's not that person. Like mm. she's not getting up at the same time, or mm. she's not um, she's not like excited or mm. as engaged in what she's mm. usually excited as and engaged, engaged about, and that, mm. that can become a, a, an inkling. And, and for mm. me, it was um, simple things like um, how, how do I feel about taking mm. care of the kids today mm. right? or how do I feel about like showing up mm. to my, to my work today? And mm. um, it's again, like you said, it's, it's awareness. It's awareness it, of ha- how you yes. really are and being aware right. of how you really are.
0: Right. It does take, it just it does take a huge amount of confrontation with that awareness because sometimes mm. the, you know, the subconscious mind just overrides and just, makes you go through the day and you get into the trap of doing and Mm. you're just lost eventually and you just missed one day and then the same repeats the following day so and then you're writing a new program
1: essentially a new pattern essentially
0: which the two of us look eye to eye and say yes we we know and we understand (laughs) (laughs) so you also mentioned about i will proceed to the second line you mentioned that you were at the Um, you were also a startup consultant and mentor. And I think this and is... And I still am.
1: And you still, still are.
0: You still are. So you're a startup consultant and mentor. Do you have any... Does it have any difference being a startup mm. consultant and mentor in the mm-hmm. Philippines compared probably to your clients
1: abroad? Yes, definitely. Right. So I can compare my clients abroad to maybe what I do. So I've mm-hmm. been I've I've been solid in the personal branding space for a while right now, and so usually clients who hear about me from abroad, they um, hire me for like my personal branding specialty, you know, okay. kind of like, kind of like um, how to establish your personal vision, your mission, your values, and how to anchor that into your services, your offers. Um, and into programs, right? Hmm. For those that I've worked with locally, and by local, I mean here like in the Philippines, it's been more of, well, like how can I um, have more clarity about everything that I do? So that's when I started to see the difference between consulting and coaching, right? Because I was noticing that like for a lot of women here, The struggle was, well, what do I really want? Like, Mm. I'm doing all of these things because culturally, a lot of us here, you know, we're a very matriarchal society here. Like, it's not unusual for it to be a dual income um, household where the mom is working and the father is working, or sometimes it's just the mother, right? Mm. Um, And we see this, like, the dynamics of OFWs, for instance, Mm. where the male mm. partner, mm, yes. or at least True. the masculine partner stays here. And then, you know, we have a mm. lot of OFWs that are female mm. that have mm. worked abroad. And then the child rearing is left to the um, the spouse over here. So there's like this dynamic of like matriarchal society. And so I was feeling that with a lot of the mompreneurs and a lot okay. of them just couldn't understand like how to unlearn that paradigm because their moms were working or maybe their moms were single and had to be the mom and the father figure oh, kind of thing so that's a was, lot of I, things
0: to do at yeah, one time right
1: and i would get uh, i had a number of clients and i still do have some clients who are like they're the mom and the dad of everything mm-hmm. either they're right. single Or they're earning the bigger income than their husband, or something like that. So, I have a lot of clients in that dynamic. And interestingly enough, um, a lot of them would be like, you know, like moms who are running a business, Mm. who are entrepreneurs on the side and they're in corporate, you know, all Mm. these dynamics. Mm. But Mm. at the heart of it is this woman Mm. who feels like she has to be all of mm. it and mm. she's tired of being all of it interesting and that's when you step in and that's where they hire me and say oh my god like i feel like i don't know what to prioritize in my life and that's when i started to feel the tug of god and he was like saying maybe you can like learn the tools of how to hold the space for when they bring things up like this because here are business owners and startup, um, you know, founders who are having these visions that they want to, um, you know, monetize and create a business out of, but they can't think of that because mm. they're thinking of, well, you know, my marriage mm. is hanging mm. by a thread here, right? So, right.
0: Right. Exactly. So I,
1: I felt the call to learn the skill of coaching. Right. More instances such as that, because it, 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 it it's just a different kind of dynamic when it's women to women. They feel like in, in even a business consulting right. relationship, they can feel safe bringing up, well, you know, I would think about that strategy, hmm. but I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking okay. about my husband. I'm thinking about how I haven't slept in four days. I'm thinking about you know, my children and am I, am right. I enough for them, right. right? So that's kind of like how I started to approach things as a consultant, but who's also informed as a coach.
0: No, that's, wow. So now no, that made me really reflect on in the mm. dynamics in the Philippines because I am really seeing a lot of, and you're right, thank you for emphasizing that. Um, yeah. It is a bit matriarchal. Country, White. per se, yeah. the dynamics comes from the women. Yeah. But I also saw you talking about, or heard you talking about masculine femininity. Oh, yes. Embodiment. And, body men. and I know you're very passionate about that. Yeah. In, yeah, in the yeah. domain of your work, like, for mm. example, the example that you had a while ago about um, having mompreneurs and yeah. having the interplay of masculinity and femininity in them what yeah. have you observed so far what i don't want to say generalize but yeah. what was mm-hmm. your okay. ob- common observation about right. women having to play those two dynamics in the philippines as a mm. mompreneur
1: okay so just an overview of what the masculine and the feminine is so Please regardless do. of our gender, or regardless if we're male or female, or however we identify, we all have masculine and feminine traits and aspects, mm-hmm. right? So it has nothing yeah. to do with I'm a woman and I'm, you know, I'm only feminine. No, um, mm-hmm. we I have agree. masculine and feminine. So the easiest way to understand this is: masculine are the things that have to do with form, and mm-hmm. the feminine is more fluid. It is the mm. aspects of us that have to do with essence, right? Mm. So emotions, mm. feelings, sensations, mm. those are feminine aspects of all of us, even men. Mm. And then structure, form, logic, moving forward, strategy, those are inherently masculine. They are mm. about establishing things. So like, mm. let's say the feminine is more of, oh, I want to start a business you know, that um, has this as its mission and vision. So it's feminine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nothing real yet. It's just an idea. Right. And then the masculine comes in. Okay, let's create a strategy for that. Let's create mm-hmm. a plan for this vision so that we can mm-hmm. anchor it into something tangible that people can purchase, mm-hmm. they can benefit from, and mm-hmm. that can make somebody happy. So that's mm-hmm. just um, an illustration for everybody mm-hmm. of what I mean by feminine. And masculine principles that exist in, er- and it's in everything, it is in mm. every aspect that is created. Because mm. everything, there's a universal law, which I love to study the universal laws, but there's a universal law that says there's a law of gender for you to create anything. There has to be a male mm, yes. and there has to be a, f- a female aspect, hence the sperm and an egg, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. so that's a universal law. We see it everywhere male and mm. female. So, in a mompreneurship, dynamic, right? A lot of instances, because of, you know, the narratives that we have around women empowerment and feminism, a lot of women (laughs) feel, right, we feel like we have to also embody, like, being the traditional type man, you know, kind of like the Mm -hmm. alpha, as Mm -hmm. they like to say. Mm -hmm. The thing is, men are circadian, They operate Mm. on a 24 hour cycle. All they need Mm. is like, give me my give me my meat, give me my food, give me my sleep, and then tomorrow I can wake up and do clockwork again. Yes. With women, we're different. We have different hormones, for instance, right? So we operate like more emotionally than they do. Not that Mm. they don't have emotions, but we just have a different kind of like wavelength, right? When it comes to How we approach things. So, mompreneurs think of it, they feel like they have to, um, you know, hustle and grind because the business has to make money. But at the same time, because we're not wired to be hustling and grinding all the time, we Mm. can follow that pattern unknowingly to a point Mm. that we realize, like I said earlier, that we're burnt out. Like, mm. wait a minute, what happened to my life? What happened yes. to my, the things that I was excited about? What happened to my hobbies? What mm. happened to my self-care, mm. right? And mm. then when that happens in archetypes, we could say that in that mompreneur dynamic, she is leaning far too much into the masculine part of herself. Got I have it. to perform. I have Great. to get results. I have to. I have to. I have to. And then she foregoes this essence part, which is gosh. really, which really, you know, is a necessary balance. Because, I mean, Paulie, think about it. If we didn't have our self care, like, like what would we be like? Oh gosh, rigid. Right. We would Super be rigid. <laughs> And not to say that our our husbands don't have self-care. I mean, they have it in their own way. Like mm-hmm. one of the things I appreciated, um, which my own husband taught me, he's like, your self-care can look like, you know, like you, you do yoga and you meditate right. and you do personal development or whatever. But for him, it's like chilling out with a beer, with his favorite bag of chips and just sitting around or going with a friend. So it's very different, right? And we have to appreciate that. So for a lot of mompreneurs, it can get very muddled, at least for the many clients that I have had. And so one of the first lessons that hustling mompreneurs uh, find they would like to learn is how to Mm. soften into that more feminine part of them. It's mm. not about being girly or putting on dresses mm. or makeup, because a lot mm. of them already do that, but they yes. are hustling. Exactly. Like their brains don't shut off at 10 pm. <laughs> you know? Oh gosh, just to get a good night's sleep, right? So that's where I invite them to, "Hey, like, you know, so what would it look like if you could shut off your phone at mm. 8 p.m? And like Mm. have a one hour downtime before Mm. you take a shower, go to Mm. bed, and Mm. not check your phone. Mm. You'd be surprised at how for some women, that is like torture to their system, to their nervous system. Like, How can I not check my Viber? (laughs) <laughs> it's so, it's messaging
0: before. me about what I'm, what I'm offering or a potential client.
1: Right, right. So, it's little nuance, it's a nuances like that that become very interesting. That's, in that's a totally coaching explained. informed consulting relationship. Yeah.
0: Thank you, Martz. It's beautifully explained because I get to see I mean, I'm sure you've seen this yourself too, but I'm seeing mm. more and more women leaders stepping up and really. Really, it's not asking for help, but really asking for more coherence and understanding.
1: Oh, um, I love I've that seen a lot yeah. of
0: like women leaders that are already on top of their game, but then yes. they don't feel very connected with themselves, and they say mm. all the time that, "Am I burned out or am I bored?" Because it's always in ah, this It's like, am I burned out, or am I just bored? And I'm looking for something, and mm. and it's really, it's really high time now. I think we're seeing a lot of coaches, probably because my profile in Facebook has a bias. A lot, I have a lot of coach friends, so I get to see a lot of posts about coaching and um, right. what's happening out there. But I'm really seeing, especially with my program, I have the leadership retreat. I get mm. to see more and more women stepping in and really asking for a good clarity on where they're heading. Oh, yeah. And it's fascinating how you explain the masculine and the feminine side that should go hand in hand and should be in homeostasis instead yeah, of the other are. one dominating, right? Mm.
1: And it's okay and if your husband it's, will it's a beautiful, a beer. It is. If yeah. <laughs> that's self-care. So then yeah, it's that dynamic, you know? And I think that's why I described the relationship between the masculine and the feminine and all of us as kind of mm-hmm. like a marriage, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's like a marriage mm-hmm. that works. Right. Mm-hmm. So when, so, so in the case of the hustling mompreneur, like when she feels safe to rest and she mm-hmm. feels like I'm worthy of mm-hmm. shutting my phone and like, not taking messages at 12 midnight Mm -hmm. so that I can sleep eight hours when she feels that in her body and she embraces that as part of who she is Mm. then suddenly the next hurdle is easier for her to say set a boundary around so a Mm. lot of my clients a huge step for them is turning off the phone not replying to emails and Viber messages because it's mostly Viber here in Manila, right? Viber messages that come in about whatever in the business or an order that comes in from their online store, right? And just saying, I deserve my eight hours, seven hours of sleep. I deserve to go to bed at night and not have my brain thinking at 1 a.m. Right. So that my... So that my body can rest and I can just wake up mm-hmm. and not dread the day. Right and be a mother and, and and be a wife, you know. Yes, and just take care of
0: yourself. I mean, right. I know we, we advocate for this, Marts, and I think we we see it, we appreciate it more and more because we get to see the results that we see through them. Absolutely. But what do you think is the reason why that yeah. there seems to be this feeling of I mean, I really hate this word, to be honest. I don't like to use the word hustle. Me it neither. doesn't really <laughs> resonate with me, and I don't really want to see it in motion even more so. Mm. But where is this coming from?
1: Oh, that's very loaded. Well, in a lot of conversations that I've had with clients and also with, with friends,
0: mm. it's
1: like, they su- usually and you and i can appreciate this in in the kind of work that we do usually it was a modeling mm. to them of a parent figure um Gosh. so for instance i have go. clients who remember that um just 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 recently i was talking about it uh, in a group coaching and one of them said that she never realized she's emasculating her husband by Rubbing it in his face that you know, I can take care of both of us. Oh, she had no no. idea. Okay, yeah. So, number one rule men are built, they're wired to be respected and honored. Mm. And that's not that's Mm. not like being, oh, that's toxic masculinity. No, 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 that is the design, that is Mm. how they are designed, right? Mm. So, Mm. if they are truly core masculine when you respect them and when you show them dignity, like you can be my hero, you can be my knight, you can that. be my king, mm-hmm. it elevates their mechanism. Just mm-hmm. like, I, I was telling a friend, just like when a peacock preens his feathers, you notice that yeah. the male peacock looks much better than the female one, right? Well, pretty and much all reason, the birds all pretty the, much birds. All the bird smarts. <laughs> yeah, and even like the, the, the animals, like the male, it's just so much yeah. more like imposing and, you know, right. like attractive than the female, and there's a reason for that because the male archetype—if you identify as male—you command respect. So mm. when my client was realizing this, she said, "It's like I castrated him, like psychologically mm. took his balls away when I said that." She knew, yeah, and and. I've done that too. You know, I've I've self-glorified myself. Like, hey, you know, like I I you mm. know. And when we do that, it's not about women empowerment anymore. It's about mm. masculine castration of their identity. So I invite women to, and I'm not I'm not like faultless in that. I've done that. So I am mm. case number 1, <laughs> you know. Mm. You know, um, mm. so I I like to invite my clients to say, well, can you, can, what if you weren't doing that anymore? Like, how would you help inspire masculinity in him? Mm. And that Mm. could be as simple as not nagging him to do something that, you know, you could do, you know how sometimes we're like, Mm. I wonder if, you know, if Mm. I, if I just leave this undone, if, you know, he'd have the, 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 the balls to do it. That is so demasculating and manipulative and when women are like that we are not in women empowerment we are in toxic (laughs) femininity. yeah yeah i love that right
0: because 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 this has been i don't know but i think this goes hand in hand with how i view things that i think mm -hmm. pretty much runs in the same vein when someone Mm -hmm. asks me when someone tells me and even even at a point, prescribe it to me that, you know, poly trans women are women. I just get confused with that really internally. And I just say, no, trans women are trans Mm. women, period. I don't even know why it has to extend that way. And Mm. I became very unpopular with that statement and it's okay, but but that's what I feel. So for, in the domain of women empowerment marks, you, know, you have this movement about Me Too and stuff, and you speak like
1: this, you speak your truth like this. Mm. How are you received? Okay. So I believe that women have the right to speak out just as much as men do. No arguments around that. So we speak against injustice. We speak against mistreatment. That mm. is part of a woman's masculine aspect rising. Mm. So we also, we, like I said, men and women, we both have feminine and masculine. So I love how a male friend of mine described it recently. He says a man can also be feminized if he doesn't know how to speak up for himself. Right. 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 Because the act of speaking is a masculine trait. Clarity is Mm. masculine, not male. Mm. Masculine. Mm, masculine. So you can have men who don't say what's on their minds. They're Mm. feminizing who they are. You can have Mm. women who are Mm. not, you know, being upfront with their emotions and then like giving their husband silent treatment for not reading her (laughs) properly. That's another (laughs) manipulation. And so anytime we get into these nuances, we have to realize I'm disempowering myself first and then I am projecting onto my oh, partner man. oh god and wow. I, have to, I i have to catch That's myself wounded. moment right. by moment yeah because right. i still i still fall into that because our subconscious lure has to unlearn you know it, it has, has to, be to catch net. up right yeah so i'm still learning that myself like you know just ask my husband right but right. again it's the awareness it's the awareness that i'm doing this again right, right? right. And, okay like Okay, I did it. You know, I I caught myself there. I'm not gonna beat myself up for it. And it's mm. that, it's the moment by moment awareness. Mm. Am mm. I being the toxic mm. tantrum throwing feminine? Mm. Am I being like um, you know, like super uber masculine naman? Right? Mm. Where mm. I'm just like I'm I'm just like hustling and grinding all the time and right. not not you know like resting and trusting right Right. it's a moment by moment dialogue with yourself
0: and it happens like
1: it happens like yeah
0: and it's and it's beautiful and i really hope to we have we have anna with us anna santos castro hello miss anna and and the rest of the team and kimmy is with us as well thanks kimmy for watching and hi guys oh i see the comments yay right (laughs) And the reason why I'm agreeing with that, Maritz, is because that's really how we, that's really the dynamics at home with my husband, too. Mm. Um, he even educated me about it because my husband yeah. reads a lot and um, immersed himself with a lot of trainings as well, you know, biopsychology, etc. So he knows it's at the core without the ego in the play. He knows this yeah. as like a fundamental knowledge and not like egotistical. Yes. And she explained this to me that this is. I don't want to. I don't want people to judge me, but if you will, then you know I'm so sorry. But this is just really coming from the discussion that we had. Yeah. That this is. This is really affecting the life of families in Europe too, um, in mm-hmm. general. When, okay. when, they've seen this balance um, mm-hmm. not being respected. If you may, Mm, like the women taking in full charge, and really, Mm. we use the word castration at home, like you know, the guys eventually being castrated in the process. Yeah, and I so agree with this. And what's the temperature in the Philippines right now when it comes to this type of discussion?
1: Right now, it's it's very novel. Like I've been posting Mm. in my Instagram lately this is uh, an area called polarity consciousness. So being Mm. very aware of the polarities of male and female, of uh, of masculine and feminine, right? Mm. And so I've been posting lately in my Instagram stories about it. And for a lot of people, it's like mind boggling. Like, oh my gosh, yes, you know, like I can, you know, I can be like in my, you know, it's okay for me to not, wear the, you know, like the expression, wear the pants in the relationship. Yeah, For a lot of high-performing alpha women, it's like a new conversation for them because Mm. previously nobody gave them permission. It was all like, yeah, you know, find your truth and like own your power and like, you know, create your best life. What if you don't want to be the creator? You want to be the co-creator, you know? You want to say like, let's have a discussion about... Mm me like resting a bit more not taking all of the responsibility. I had a conversation mm. with a woman who, mm. you know, the tra- here in the Philippines, the traditional role is, well, maybe 30 years ago that the father would be the one working and then the mm. mother, you know, like my Lola would stay at home and raise eight kids and things like that, mm. right? But it turned, you know, the last 25 years where you have a lot of women being the top earners and then the husbands would be the ones with like regular jobs. I have so many stories of clients with that dynamic and for them it's like but I've always been the one that earned more. I've always been the one that that paid all the bills. He would contribute when he could because he could never get a job or you know he only made this much or whatever. I get a lot of that and it's interesting because that's where going back to what I said earlier It's like there's a subculture here of the matriarchal alpha woman. And then the men, you know, like a class of men maybe feel devalued or maybe feel like they're in competition at times. Oh, wow. With these high-performing women. Oh, Mm. yeah. And that is, for me, at least for the kind of clients that I have, maybe it's because I speak openly about it and they feel comfortable going to me Mm. that's Mm -hmm. the dynamic that i've noticed Mm. like there Mm. are more women who are earning more but at the same Mm. time are struggling with the typical archetype of Mm. if i'm always going to be earning more Mm. can i never rest can i never Mm. like down can i never like save more of my money for you know how women are like Mm. for the things that i want and just Mm. like the wear the pants type of woman, mm. like I pay the mm. electric bill, I pay the gas mm. bill, I pay the phone mm. bill, because mm. that that happens, mm. and then it mm. gets very confusing because at the end of the day, the world is still very new to this, you know, mm. like this whole yes. idea of like the woman earns more, right? Mm. Um, and that's okay because we're still finding our way, we're still finding our definitions. Mm. But I also invite women who want to be more traditional to feel safe in asking for it like Ugh. to say honey i want to tell you this like i want to tell you that maybe i don't pay the meralco bill this mm-hmm. month maybe you can mm-hmm. pay it. and i'm ba- being very mm-hmm. specific here maybe mm-hmm. you pay it this month and then next month i pay it and then mm-hmm. you pay it. things mm-hmm. sim- seemingly trivial things like that become a big deal in restoring honor in nice. a marriage you know what i'm saying right honor that's in huge. the marriage
0: yes it's yeah, technically like, that's energy exchange too between correct. the two between two human beings living mm. in one house i mean yeah i remember then the, there are no more fights about the bills right 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 and if you have that discussion with your clients martine like how is, it, how is it received? I know you mentioned that it's tough even to shut the phone and not receive or read messages at 8 p.m. That's more Herculean, it seems to me, because it changes oh, yeah. the usual behavior. How are yeah. they taking it? And what are you observing so far in terms of this domain, this, this domain mm. with that type of conversation? How do you think Philippines will fare? are we receptive
1: resistant culturally first of all i think the clients that go to me are already ready to receive (laughs) these new insights but most of the time they're the ones that bring up the issue because again Mm. that coaching ability Mm. allows us to ask very powerful questions Mm -hmm. right and so mm-hmm. it really comes from the horse's mouth that they are not putting their phones down. So it's not wow. us pointing it out, yeah. it's like them saying, you know what? I I I don't want to admit this, but yeah, that's the case. Like I'm on my phone 24/7. Mm-hmm. Right? So when it comes from them, it becomes more powerful because they already know that it's a behavior that they want to shift. Nice. So, so I think they're really presenting that- themselves with it Mm. They present themselves with it, right? They uh, they become their own advocate. Mm. Yeah. And is, so now I know that you're,
0: you have targeted people, like targeted women that you're working with. How do you see this type of conversation flourish in the Philippines? I know that this is mm. like a very loaded question, but yeah. I have high hopes that it will eventually right. trickle so mm. to to a bigger population, yeah, are we ready for conversations like this?
1: I would think that in small trusted circles, yes, mm-hmm. um, because like for instance, the dynamic of a social media community, like mm-hmm. cultivating a tight mm-hmm. Instagram community or maybe a Facebook group, you know, it's mm-hmm. already like vetted. Usually, when mm-hmm. somebody joins your community. You have a set Mm -hmm. of questions where you're like, okay, so this is what we're going to talk about in this community and this is the vibe here. Um, You kind of get the temperature from there. And they're like, yes, I want to learn more about that. So I've seen that like in the groups that I handle. So I Mm -hmm. have like a membership coaching program where Mm -hmm. that is the main focus, the masculine Mm -hmm. and the feminine polarities, Mm -hmm. right? I also have that in my my free communities. Like I have a free Facebook Mm -hmm. group that I... Also revamped, right? And we talk about things like that there.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's about
1: who's ready for it by creating the space for those who are ready for it, and then inviting. Right. They 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 tend to invite like people, their friends. Like, hey, listen to this, mm-hmm. you know, insight mm-hmm. about masculine and mm-hmm. feminine. It's very interesting, and that's why I say it's a novel concept for a mm-hmm. lot of people because um, we tend to. Just think, masculine and feminine is male and female, but it's mm. not. It's principles. It is archetypes. It is qualities that are in all of mm. us and how to mm. activate those. You know, mm. like for instance, in, in my small group, mm. we have this exercise where practice asking, like just practice asking, because asking with clarity is actually a masculine skill, right? Oh,
0: practice asking. I yeah, remember so- that.
1: A lot of women, and I'm not exempt from this, like I said, I am case number one for everything that I do. Like there was a time where I would just give my husband silent treatment and sometimes I still do, I still catch myself, like for not figuring out what I'm thinking. Like do the dishes without me saying it, just my ESP power, telepathic, as if we, (laughs) right? And And I'm like, you know what, it's so much easier if I say, babe, you know, could you do the dishes for me? And then he mm-hmm. does it. And like nothing, no emotion, like what's it? we don't do that, right? And so why in, is in it my group, Why is it that there's, we
0: feel that there's always an emotion to something that we need to ask for to happen? Because, because we're I, I'm also case we're number just, two you your case, number
1: one. <laughs> I think it's because we just like are so much in our feminine that the mm-hmm. masculine within us is out of practice. So I've learned that. And, and. My husband was the first one to teach me that. He said, babe, Ah, I'm, you you know, like, if you don't tell me exactly what, and he said this to me, like, one time he was giving me a gift. Tell Mm -hmm. me exactly, exactly the color, exactly the model. (laughs) Yeah, and he's like, I will get, because he knows, like, when there's clarity, then the desire is met, right? So I said, and sometimes I still forget that. Like, sometimes I still become my bratty feminine, you know, like, figure me out. Yeah. Men <laughs> they're not like that. They appreciate it. Right. Out. <laughs> they they appreciate when we're clear, when we're specific. And mm. for us women, you know, we can learn a thing or two from them mm. doing that. Like, you know, just be babe. You know, just be clear with me. I love mm. you. And sometimes like I have to remind myself that um, they they do want to please us. They do yes. want to please us. But the, the pleasure and the pleasing comes with us being clear right. with what it's our just- desires are. And that's kind of like what we practice in the small group coaching program, like practicing the ask. Mm-hmm. How can you frame your desire into a request? That you Design can tell your partner, order. yeah, or tell God, you know, in prayer, mm-hmm. or tell your, your, um, even tell like a colleague, like, let's say, mm-hmm. be very clear with mm-hmm. something that you want, you know, it takes mm-hmm. clarity and practice. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, masculine applies to the, these masculine principles of clarity, of mm-hmm. establishing yourself clearly, of asking directly. These are things that we, who are more feminine, can practice mm-hmm. more and develop more so that there's less frustration in yeah. our lives. That, that's,
0: that's, that's really beautiful,
1: especially now that
0: we combine our personal space with our workspace and the yeah. level of energy at home has been has been tripled to what it was before instead of it oh, being yes. a place of just quiet and solace. And that has really changed. So, yes. Martin... I don't know. Like, I just want to thank you for making this a master class than an oh, interview I'm here, <laughs> <laughs> because it's very refreshing to hear it from someone in the Philippines who can articulate it this way. That's so against the gradient of our culture, 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 yeah. like code and code. Our so, culture, yeah. Our culture. So, looking at your family picture, you have your husband there. If I can only ask your husband, how are you managing things at home? I mean, you're a oh, very now? empowered woman. You can speak up. Mm. You are you are fantastic as you are. You need a oh. man beside you that's also extremely sure of himself to be able to absolutely have the dynamics. What message would you like to give your husband, Martin? If you can
1: okay. <laughs> if I could talk to him right now, if he's if probably in the room. I don't right right I would probably say, like, babe, thank you for being my teacher in terms of, you know, like, how to take care of me. That I want to thank you for, because I know you want to take care of me, and I know, I see that, and I feel that. And you taught me how to ask you Mm. for anything, and, you know, not because I, I know, like, Ladies, okay, here's just a caveat for the ladies. Asking does not mean like bratting and saying, you have to get me this, you have to. No, (laughs) it's like also being ready for their response (laughs) and being a gracious receiver. So I want to thank my husband for dealing with all of my shit. Sometimes Mm -hmm. like when I am not clear. So I want to thank you, hon, for never, never giving up on me. So I want to thank him for that and for being the first one to teach me how to ask with clarity. Right. Because yeah, he was really the first one. It was it was. We were on the couch and we were like, "Oh God, he's in the kitchen." I'm so embarrassed. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but he was really the first one. You're on the couch and I was crying because I I I can't remember why, but that conversation stuck. He's like, "You can just ask me exactly for Hmm. what or tell me exactly like." What it is, and you know, and I will hear it, I will accept it, you know. And, um, ladies, also, our responsibility is to be really great receivers, whether it's a yes Mm. or whether it's a no, to receive with grace. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So, but yeah, I want to thank my husband for letting me feel safe to ask Mm. anytime. And and to express my desires and what I'm really feeling and Mm -hmm. to feel, you know, to to give me a sense of safety because that for me is what really, what, sweetheart? Water? Water? Yeah, daddy's there in the kitchen. We're talking about daddy. I love you. I love you, babe.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Mar. That's, That's beautiful. It made me realize really that, we having us having a partner that will complement mm-hmm. us instead of complete yeah. us
1: mm, yes mm-hmm.
0: oh. <laughs> i do now not I like, like that quote <laughs> no, not complete but complement us compliment. really empowers us yes. more and Girl, really boost yes. our talent and our purpose in life and you yes. have a beautiful family now but 10 years ago, you mentioned that this is when the burnout happened. You know, you're soul searching, if you may. Yeah. If you can give a message to that, to the Martine, 10 years ago, what message would that be?
1: You don't have to have it all together, and that's okay. Yeah, that's what I would tell her. Oh, yeah. That is huge. And, and I, I think I think wrote also, myself that one time, like during mm-hmm. a therapy session, like what would you mm-hmm. write to yourself like mm-hmm. X number of years back? And I think, I, I think that still resonates
0: still with does. her.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And I think a lot of women that are watching right now would also resonate to that message, but specific to your practice, your coaching practice, mentorship, mm-hmm. what one advice do you always go back to when
1: holding space for women? Hmm. It's to remember who you really are underneath all of the layers, underneath all of the roles you've tried on and taken off, under Mm. all of the self-improvement that you've done, If you've invested in yourself. Mm. Always go back to who you really are. And for me, we are sons and daughters of God. That is mm. it. Mm. If we can remember, and that's what I mentioned, like that that's the the other part of this like masculine and feminine right um kind of like dynamics. At the heart of it is God, the creator, the father of us all. So that's who we really are. So if we can go back to that pure identity of being mm. provided for, being supported. Mm. Always Mm. having abundance available to us, you know, because Mm. we are God's children in this Mm. imperfect world, you know. Mm. Mm -hmm. If we can remember that at the core of our being every day, every day, it doesn't matter what you believe, then we are safe because we just added to that, you know, with our personality and how we developed through the years. But that's how we came into this world. Hmm. Right.
0: It's beautiful. At the core of it all, at the core, yeah. you are you are God's child. You're technically God's child, and never, never forget that. Absolutely. This is an amazing masterclass. I would like to thank <laughs> you. Masterclass. <please. laughs>
1: can I have a recording?
0: <laughs> I will. You definitely will have one. And <laughs> Morris, for those that are watching us um, who wants to work with you, where can we okay. find you? And what other programs are currently offering that you wish to promote? Go okay. ahead, please.
1: All right. So I want to thank you, Polly, for having me. And for anyone who wants to work with me, you can simply go to martindeluna.com. That's my website. Um, website. I have all of my services and programs described there. So currently, I have a wait list for the one-on-one coaching. uh, But I have an ongoing group coaching program. It's called Radiant. And Mm -hmm. that's where our main theme is on the masculine and the feminine principles mm. so that's year round. So you can join as a member anytime. So there is a membership fee. There's a minimum join of three months. And then we have mm. six months and 12 month um, packages as well. So that's mm. currently what's up uh, for those of you who want to work with me. And if you just want to follow me on social, um, mm. I'm most active on Instagram. So I'm Martin De Luna on Instagram.
0: Beautiful. Martin, I can't thank you enough for sharing and imparting your knowledge and your journey and your learnings and being generous in sharing that and squeezing all that in for an hour. <laughs> I'm so so happy thank you for the masterclass, really.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's a masterclass. It, <laughs> it wasn't my intention.
0: <laughs> I, I just really want to know you and what you do. And you gave us a glimpse of that. So Thank you for being generous with what you know. Um, And hopefully you get to empower more women there and abroad.
1: Absolutely. I look forward to that. And I wish you so much goodness today. I know your day is just halfway done. Um, So, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Martine.
0: So there you have it. That's our master class from Martin DeLuna. So if you guys want to watch more of these videos, or if you want to watch previous episodes, you can always visit my site in YouTube. That's that at show 2021. Or you can simply go to the sacred space for more of these videos. So thank you and have a happy Wednesday.